0: You're listening to From Here with Delia and Dawn. All right, listeners. So this is part two of my conversation with Valerie Francisco Menchavez. If you missed part one, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that because it was full of so much interesting, thought-provoking conversation that you don't want to miss it. If you already listened to that and you're here for more, get yourself ready. Here's part two. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back. We just took a quick break, right? But right before the break, okay? Oh, my gosh. We were talking about how, what does it look like, I think, on an everyday in an everyday way, where it's like you don't have to be out there in the streets, but how parenting, how mothering in particular, right, can look like, right, if you if you're trying to translate some of those tr- social justice values, right, mm-hmm. and and I love the way that you articulated how you know at the the table at, when y'all are eating, just to have these conversations, mm-hmm. right. So so you know what have you been thinking about in terms of the inauguration? Because I know you started mentioning that you know, earlier on, and how have you been talking to, number one, right, explain your kids' inauguration, because that in itself is a is a show, okay? And then number two, right, the, the quick take that uh, Delia and I, my co-host, and I did a hot take over the weekend about our anxieties about the yeah. inauguration and the potential for all that, all the hell that can go down yeah. tomorrow, right? So that's like... Yeah you know explaining it to them and then also anticipating what might happen so how have you been talking to your kids about that
1: yeah so i think for the inauguration and because of the pandemic i feel like you know classes in session y'all <laughs> it's civics california civics and governance right here no um Don and I share a uh like a course that we used to teach no, it's being taught San Jose State where it's actually in the category of like civics and and (laughs) you know, um I I I have been talking to them about community leaders, right? Mm Who is leading our state and they're like what's a state <laughs> like, that's where we live like that's daily city like no nah, it's bigger than daily city <laughs> Like
0: did you have, did where you your that?
1: uncle used to live in la that's included in our state you know did, did you have that conversation
0: with because i remember that first time i tried to explain the difference between like a country a nation and a state to my son i think he was like probably around the age of you know your kids yeah. and it's so like I didn't even realize
1: how abstract that stuff is. It's so abstract. It's so unreal. They're right? like, this is fake. Like I'm like, yes, this is fake.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like I mean that's so profound, right? Yeah. For them to be like, this is yeah. made
1: up. It is. I mean, they're like, so you're telling me that when we cross that thing. We're not in California, <laughs> but I don't even say that when we went up to the snow, we went up to the snow, like now nah, we in Nevada, like <laughs> look exactly the same as California, y'all, you, you play it. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, for, for my son, who's three years old, who's into planets, he thinks that like, you know, we live, people live in different planets, like in a real <laughs> way. And I'm like, cool, we'll go with that. Like, yeah, we'll go yeah. with that. We'll go with right. that. Um, you know, we're gonna do what's material in your, you right in your exactly. brain. You know, and you're in this like sort of emergent curriculum kind of strategy. But you know, a big part of it, Don, is thinking about community leaders, right? Who do we, who should be, who should be making decisions about mm-hmm. our communities? And you know, thinking, you know, scaling up to the nation is super hard for them. Yeah. But you know. Like we th- we we kind of um, help together decide um, our um, like our our meals for the week. We mm-hmm. have like a brainstorm thing just so that they can eat with you know like yeah. My my son is is a very explorative eater. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> What's ours, what that means is he hella picky, right? Um, <laughs> and um and so when we do that collectively together um, to plan our meals. Like we are all leading this, this, our family, Mm. our community to, you know, getting the things that we need, which is we need to be nourished. We need those foods in our body to grow. Right. And so scaling it down to those micro spaces to say, okay, not this week, you know, I'm the person who's going to be cooking this and then, you know, next week it's, it's Papa doing it. So we're taking turns. And so I was telling them about, how Joe Biden is going to take a turn at um, being the community leader for the, the United States. That's so brilliant. Right? <laughs> I know. And they were like, but you know, I, and, and this is a real question that my six year old daughter asked me, she was like, well, Trump was really having a hard time like breaking communities. Is he going to have a hard time taking like leaving his turn? <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. You know and, and I think I think for her she understands that like you know when for children when it's hard for them to take turns um, sharing a toy or playing a game or whatever, there's a lot of emotion in that right mm-hmm. and so like I, I lead with I've led with that um, in our conversation about the insurrection um, at the capitol and also you know this new transition is that like a lot of people feel like, you know, that, you know, Trump should have another turn. And, you know, we talk about the fairness of that, like, Mm -hmm. did everyone get to say, you know, who's going to be the next person taking the turn to be the community leader for our country? Yes or no. And, you know, I, then I tell them, yeah, everyone chose Joe, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and not, not Donald Trump. And Mm -hmm. then for them, I think they think about how um what it what it feels like to get passed over for a turn, you know yeah. on the swings or um when when one of them taking too much time with a with a particular toy or something like that, and I think they err on the side of like what's fair and yeah. I think that brings me back to Dr. King, you know, I think that overwhelming sense of fairness and equity is something that really drives me as. As a mother and also as um, as an educator, as a scholar, as someone who researches like you know mothering, mm-hmm. you know migrant mothering, like what is equitable is something that so many children and young people understand so deeply, you know, mm-hmm. and I think we if if we are trying to understand that principle as well, like with mm-hmm. them, I think there's a lot of purchase there.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so, I mean, I think the way you put it, I mean, is so, um, it, it's so palatable, but then also so real for kids mm-hmm. at that age that it didn't, you know, like you just left the door open to, to be able to connect to something as, you know, like the inauguration with like taking turns on the swing, Right. Right. And it's very real. It's like, it's very, it's very real for, you know, kids at that age. And I think that this is what you meant earlier when you're like, you know, they, they understand more than Mm -hmm. we give them credit for, but you know, the, the piece of that is they understand it in their own terms. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if we don't right take that opportunity, not that it's like, for me, it's like not telling them what to think, but really just trying to gain some insight on how they're making sense of the things that they're hearing and they're seeing. Right. That is one of the points where parenting comes in.
1: Sure. Is right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think let's take that. Right. And, um, apply that to our students apply yeah. that to our parents who may yeah. not be on the same political side as us. Right. Right. Um, let's take that to community members, church members who are not or might not be on the same mm-hmm. political party as us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think it's so often that I see in our world where people are talking over each other yeah. in these terms that are like, that, that don't match who they're talking to, mm-hmm. right? And I think that um, what has been the most humbling part of being a parent is being taught over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you you just you just lived thirty some odd years more than me, but we're 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 working on the same lessons here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're working mm-hmm. on we're working on turn taking. We're t- we're working on not everybody gets. The same amount of brownies for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about equity. We ain't talking about equality out here. You know what I mean? Like we ain't talking to y'all gonna get my size dessert. No, I'm the mama. I done grew y'all your bones in my body. I need more brownies than you. Um, you know what I mean? but I think- i'm laughing
0: because because i because we had a brownie issue last night too and i snuck in there and i got some more brownies for myself i didn't tell anybody all don't, right
1: because um, that's you are a lot of that that's right <laughs> you know what i mean but i think like when i i do think um a part of this like reimagining what it's like to be mothering in such a um a unique time in our country under pandemic mm-hmm. um under like working from home and then you know all the sort of national and even local um you know like events in our in our lives i do think we have to take up these ideas of like you know equity as a part of our conversation with our children
0: Mhm. I
1: think mm-hmm. it's so important.
0: Yeah. So so what do you think tomorrow's going to be like when you're are you going to watch it with your kids tomorrow? What, what are you going to do?
1: I'm probably not going to watch it with them tomorrow because um I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm definitely going to have like NPR on the AirPods or you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um really checking it. Yeah. Um but I I'm looking forward to hearing your conversation, you know, about the anxieties because I do. It was, Should, I watch uh, it? Should I not watch it? Should I be on it? Should I not be on it? Like, how much longer do I yeah. have to do yoga tomorrow morning to get my breath centered? You know I mean,
0: like, it was a little bit of a mess. Like, when Dylan when and I were recording it too, and then we listened in post production, we we're like, oh, we were kind of a mess. Because
1: you know? <laughs> this country is a mess, okay, like this, it is only a symptom of the larger you know of the larger situation oh and I, think,
0: I love um, you for giving me that grace right there. you gave me like yeah, ten seconds of grace, thank you
1: weird. <laughs> I'll give you more, Don, no? just yeah. ask for it, cash it in um I think that like um you know a a bunch of folks might be holding on to um coming coming back to where we know um, where we can hold community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, After the murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, um, a few organizer, parent organizers came together to organize a bunch of workshops, um, just like open forums with parents who wanna be talking to their children about um, anti-Black racism and police violence, Mm -hmm. right? and in different age, uh, developmental ages, um, developmental in different ages. um, (laughs) And the the workshop was, we keep us safe, right? We keep us safe. And I think that was the title of it. And I think um, tomorrow that's gonna be one of our, the things that we come back to is like, um, not just we keep us safe, not just us like individual little family units, but, our community is going to keep us safe, right? Um, we're going to continue to try and build meaningful, impactful connections where we help the people in our community when they need help, mm-hmm. um, that we call on our community when, when our family needs help. Mm-hmm. And that kind of we keep a safe principle, I think, um, is going to be something that we're going to stretch out into the week. You know, um, how do we keep ourselves safe? Mm-hmm. Um and how do our how do we keep our communities safe, and how do we stay in touch with those communities? you know because everybody's you know it could be it might it might be a hot mess tomorrow, Don, mm-hmm. you know in on the in the different state capitals at the capital, whatever we don't know that's uncertain, but for my children, what is certain what i wanna know I want them to know is that we keep us safe, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. So much billions. I love it. Um, okay. Oh, you. So we got-
1: hold and receive that love. Let me just say that out loud on this podcast. Yes. Like, gonna hold that and receive it and like, have it be with me today, tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I love talking to you. Um, all right. We gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Cause you know, you gotta get your kids. I gotta go feed my kid. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay. So just real quick. Your book, which is amazing, can you just like share real quick with the readers about yes. the book? And then after that, I'm going to ask you, you know, if there's any other resources you want to share, listeners? There are most likely will be additional links with this <clears throat> episode, so make sure after you listen, you know, you scroll down and look at the links. So, all right, your book. All right,
1: um, my book is called "The Labor of Care: Filipino Migrants in a Digital Age." It's an academic book, but Really, you know, um, as a former MC, as someone who loves to write, I really wanted to write robust stories about Filipino migrant mothers. Um, I wrote about migrant mothers, Filipino migrant mothers in New York City, and they were working as domestic workers in New York City, but I didn't write them as domestic workers. I wrote about them as as mothers, because there's a lot already written out there about them as domestic workers. And so this book, The Labor of Care, is um, an ode to my own transnational family and so many um, migrants um, all over the world, um, all over the world, to, who, who are sort of um, trying to tackle what it means to raise a family um, abroad.
0: Yeah and these are folks <clears throat> you know and just to be clear for our listeners these are folks who left the Philippines and who went a- away from their family right their families for work right domestic
1: to take care of other people. to, to, take, to care take, take care, care of, of other, other folks exactly children.
0: yeah right yeah. and then would send remittances or money you know back home right and so I just, like, it, what's really mind-blowing about your research is, like, and and heartbreaking and, and also just, I mean, I- I amazing at the same time is, you know, your book really unearths how these folks attempted to and were often able to maintain those connections digitally,
1: right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just tack this on. Like, you know, we're all on Zoom now. Everybody's like, Ooh, I know how to do this like digital thing. Like mm-hmm. this book that I, I collected research on it um, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. These migrant mothers, um, these Filipino migrants in New York City had been doing this. Yeah. You know, watching their children grow up on Skype, on Yahoo Messenger. If you don't know what Yahoo Messenger mm-hmm. is, a uh, date it, right? Like, <laughs> Um, before there was IG, Instagram live or any lives, I feel like um, shout outs to all of us doing it right now, but there are also ways in which this temporary situation we're all in is a more permanent situation for other people yeah. in this world, yeah. like immigrant mothers and immigrant fathers who have been you know, since I, I would argue the beginning of Asian American history, yeah. um, have been tackling what it means to raise a family um, yeah. with separate in separation. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, we think about all of those <coughs> early Asian migrant laborers who came here in the 17 and 1800s, yeah. right? Who right. were doing that already? You know, exactly.
1: And so, they oh my- had their, their zoom was like letters, you know, like, <laughs> little. Drawings, you know, of themselves or their likenesses, but you know, um, the book really tackles like wh- what kinds of relationships can you build on Skype and on Facebook and um, with your children, and so that's yeah. an exciting part of it.
0: Yeah. Well, I look forward to. I hope this moment right now has given you a lot to think about in terms yeah. of you know mothering and parenting. You think you'll write
1: about it. Ooh, I don't know because I'm teaching three classes. Oh, no. <laughs> 2022. No oh, kidding. Oh my, oh, my
0: gosh. Okay. okay. So, listeners want to find out more about you. You know, what's the best way?
1: ValerieFM.com. Um, it's my website, and I share blog posts on it. Um, I have Different publications, academic publications, and my different media stints, just like this podcast. I have um, other podcast episodes. Um, I have like a notorious Vice News (laughs) episode (laughs) where people are like, Val, you did such a great job on Vice News. I'm like, that Vice News basically episode was like me telling me. Telling all of y'all I'm broke. <laughs> <in the day. laughs> so, yeah. Yes. That um, was a good that, one. You can find that there. You can find a little bit more about my research. You're um, so famous. Yeah. And- <laughs> You know, you, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna find no uh, rap songs on there. I will tell you that <laughs> never. This is the first time I've ever rapped, and it's probably the first time it will be available on, and only time on Spotify.
0: Yes, it dropped here, y'all. Okay, <laughs> Ooh, y'all
1: yeah. heard it first. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> heard it first right, right here. here. <laughs> Exactly. Oh you from right here, here. Okay, dropping my first single in <laughs> whatever. Oh love no! It. You know
0: what? Sorry, not sorry, listeners. We're so geeking out right now. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. All right. So I would love to um, have you come back because you know there's like so many, so many things that you know we could talk about and and you just like drop these like. You know, I'm not going to have
1: another rap song for you, Don. I'm just going to say No, that. I was
0: going to tell you, you got to prepare <laughs> another one now. Because you <laughs> set our listeners up and be like, oh, he used to be part of He rap with Rocky Rivera. I'm like, oh, I have expectations yeah. now. Okay, Close my mind. Expectations. Okay. And <laughs> listeners, if you don't know, okay, we're going to drop links of all those references so you can check it out. Because there is some dope stuff, okay, that Valerie mentioned
1: to us. So, Yeah.
0: So I want to thank you. I love you so much. I love you so much, Don. I, oh I, God. this is amazing! This is amazing. So, listeners, thank you for uh, spending, um, you know, some time with us to uh, listen to us and have, uh, you know, some really great conversation with Valerie here. As always, you can find us on Instagram at From Here Podcasts, and uh, over at our Instagram account, there is a link to all of our. Past episodes, if you missed anything, you can go up, go over right there, catch up, right? Uh, Delia and I have been trying to be a little bit more active on Instagram. And so we want to know, you know, if there's stuff you want to talk about, you know, um, we want to know about what you think. Uh, follow us, uh, subscribe to our podcast, always drop a quick review for us so that people can find us and listen to us on your favorite uh, podcast listening platform, right? Um, And thank you, as always. We will see you soon. And Valerie, thank you so much again. Thank you.
1: Salamat. Thank you. Thank you.